Calvin, where are you? I need you here. Hey, what's up, Harold? Oh, uh, where, we, where have you been? I was just picking up my new harp. Isn't that cool? Hey, who wants to carry around a big harp like you've got to? Let me see that. No, 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 no. That's not a harp. I'm sure it is. Oh. And it sounds way cooler. Oh, bad. See? Isn't that, isn't that a lot cooler? Well, it's, yeah, it's okay. Uh, so, so, but tell me, why do you think you needed a harp to begin with? Well, if I'm going to earn my angel wings, I figure yeah. i got to be more like you. So what's that have to do with you and a mouth harp? Well, I've heard that song over and over and over. Harp and Herald Angel sings. So I figured i got to learn how to play a harp and sing. Oh, Alvin, good grief. That's... That's not the words to the song and, uh, at all. And anyway, it's not why I called you here. Listen, we got a directive from the big guy. You mean Ralphie? No, 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 no. I don't mean Ralphie. You know, the boss, the maker of all things, the alpha, the omega, God. Okay. What's he got for us? Well, St. Nicholas sent in a prayer request for a uh, one Elmer T. Elf to find peace and happiness and to understand the true meaning of Christmas. Who is St. Nicholas, and what's a T-Elf? Is it kind of like a T-Rex? He's got short little arms. Oh, my. Really, Alvin? No. St. Nicholas, Cinder Claus, Kris Kringle, Santa Claus. Ho, ho, ho. The guy that accelerated the giving of gifts to children at Christmas time. And it's not what is a T-Elf. It's who is Elmer T-Elf. He is one of Santa's helpers. Anyway, we need to find a way to make this happen. Christmas is almost here, so we're going to have to make it up to the North Pole. We've got to get there soon, but we've got to get this done before Christmas is over. All right. What on earth? Or should I say, who on earth are you two? I'm Alvin. This old guy here, he's Harold. He's so old, they even put in his name. Harold. We're angels. At least Harold's an angel. I'm still in training. Well, after that old guy wisecrack, I'm not so sure you're going to stay in training. Well, I, I think I've heard of Harold. Isn't he the angel we hear about all this time? Harold, the angel sings. So I think I'm pretty sure I know about you, but Alvin? What kind of name is Alvin? That sounds like, what, a, a chipmunk or a squirrel or something? We are here because, why are we here again? I forget. Oh. Well, we're here because someone cares about you, Elmer, and they've got concerns for your well-being. It's Inga, isn't it? Mm -hmm. She keeps telling me I'm pranking people too much, and I'm just a mess up. Well, she needs to mind her own business. Mm, well, you know, we can't really say who it is, but I can tell you this, it's not Inga. And the request is to help you find some peace and some happiness and to discover the true meaning of Christmas. I'm an elf at the North Pole right before Christmas. I know what Christmas is. Well, Elmer, we're talking here about the true meaning of Christmas, not the stuff, okay? Not the schedules, not the conflict, not the grief. Those kind of things can find their way into your life in this time of year, and it steals away the true meaning. It's, it's the true reason for the season. Well, I don't have time for this, and I know I don't have time for you two, so why don't you just go? 
Harold, what are we going to do now? Um, watch the master. So uh, that's why I've got the wings and you're still working on yours. So, you know, listen up and watch what we do. Well, okay, Elmer, uh, we'll grant your request. We'll go away and far away. But guess what? You are coming with us. What? We can't do that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we could do that. Well, at least I can do that, Alfred. <clears throat> That's pretty cool. You know, maybe I should kind of pay attention a little more so I can earn my wings. Maybe so. Please rise. Before the earth will be restored When the Son of God knocks on your door Will you turn him down or let him in For the day when Jesus comes again When we'll sing hallelujah At the top of our lungs We'll fall on 
may be seated. So we can say it, and we can say it loud and clear, Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. And you know it's Christmas when you can wear your socks like this, right? I don't know about you, but um, they sit in my drawer and, and they wait for a moment like this where we get together and we get to celebrate Christmas and have lots of fun. So again, Merry Christmas uh, to our guests. We're glad that you're with us in worship. Uh, whether here or on our live streaming, uh, Christmas is such a blessing, and the message of God's love is absolutely amazing. So if you're a guest here, we do want to know that you're here. Uh, again, whether on Facebook uh, or live stream or here, uh, don't forget you could text 1C guest to 94000, and that will let us know that you're here. Also, uh, just a reminder that we're going to be having communion just a little bit later, so make sure if you didn't get your elements for communion, you make your way into the family gathering area by the kitchen, uh, the window there, and you can get your elements there. Um, last announcement is beginning January 3rd, we're going to be doing what's called 40 Days of Prayer. And it's a time where we're going to just focus in on this gift of prayer that God has given us and very specifically be asking, okay, God, I need a breakthrough in my life, and I'm going to utilize prayer to bring about your blessing and leading in my life. So again, I uh, just want you to be know knowing that's coming and being blessed by that. Uh, we continue now as we sing. skies of Bethlehem appeared a star while angels sang the lowly shepherds three wise men seeking truth they travel from afar hoping to find the child from heaven falling on their knees they bow before the humble Prince of Peace. We bring an offering of worship to our King. No one on earth deserves the praises that we sing. Jesus, may you receive the honor that you're due. The honor that you're due. Oh Lord, I bring an offering to you.
Well, Merry Christmas, boys and girls, and I hope you picked up a bag before you came in, but don't open it yet, because I've I've got to warn you, this might not be what you would expect out of a Christmas goodie bag, but isn't that how this year has gone, right? Hasn't gone the way we expected. Maybe you couldn't invite friends for a birthday party. Maybe your, your activities or sports got canceled for the year, and maybe... Maybe a trip that you had planned got postponed, and I bet your Christmas plans might not be what you thought they would be. But you know what? There's something that we can learn in all this, and that's that maybe the simple things in life are the best things in life. Because you know what? That first Christmas is not what I would have expected it to be. Here we have the King of Kings, the Lord of Lords, the Son of God, leaving heaven and coming into this earth. And he came as a baby. He entered the world in a simple way, born in a tiny little town of Bethlehem. All right. So you can go ahead and open your bags now. And as we look in here, we see, you know what? There's some animal fur. Because you know what? When Mary and Joseph were looking for a place to stay, there was no room for them in the inn. And they had to stay with the animals in the stable. You look, there's also a piece of wood. Because when Jesus was born, they didn't have a bed to lay him in. So they laid him in a manger. And this manger is where they fed animals. So there's a baggie of bran flakes. I like bran flakes. They're actually pretty good. You can open those up and eat them if you'd like. They're pretty good. You know, I think they're a lot better if you put them in a bowl with milk, with some sugar and some raisins. Raisin bran, that's pretty good. And then if you look down at the bottom, there's some straw. Because the animals slept right there where Mary and Joseph were and where baby Jesus was because they didn't have any room anywhere else. Well, that may not seem like a very exciting Christmas bag, does it? And you know what? At first, the birth of Jesus may not seem very exciting either or very special. But it's not the stuff that makes Christmas so special. It's not the lights, the, the parties, the gifts, the Christmas cookies. It's Jesus himself that makes Christmas special. And you know what? If you're careful to not pull out all the straw, but if you reach down underneath the straw, you'll find that there are some goodies in here for you to eat. 
So I want you to enjoy the hugs and the kisses and the candy cane. And remember that Jesus loves you so much that this King of Kings, this Lord of Lords, would enter this world to be our Savior. And that is the sweetest gift of all. And Jesus didn't just stay as a baby, right? He grew up into a man. And he also gave his life for us. He willingly went to the cross to die for us and then rose from the grave alive and offers us life with him forever, now and forever. Amen. Well, Merry Christmas, boys and girls. Enjoy your candy, and I hope you have a very Merry Christmas. for a miracle the heart longs for a little bit of hope oh come oh come Emmanuel child prays for peace on earth and she's calling out from a sea of hurt oh come oh come With the tears of a mother, a baby's cry is the sound of love. Come down, come down, Emmanuel. He is the song of suffering. He is Messiah, the Prince of Peace. Has come, has come, Emmanuel.
Just for a little bit of hope, oh come, oh come, Emmanuel. The Light of the World, beautiful song for Christmas. It's also just a beautiful song for the reality that we have in this world. Right, December, darkest month that there is, and yet the most significant event that ever happened, the birth of Christ, the fulfillment of all the promises, takes place and we celebrate. Uh, so I, what I want to do is just take you in a journey as we get ready for communion. Uh, we're told in the scriptures that we should examine ourselves, and what that means is we get honest. We get honest with God, we get honest with each other about our sin and that darkness and our need for his light. Let's pray. Oh, gracious God, we come to you this day on a very dark night, very cold, snowy. Um, and the truth that we know from Scripture and as we're honest with ourselves is that we sin against you. We don't do what you have called us to do. We go our own way. We do our own thing, and we are desperate. We're desperate for your light and forgiveness in our dark, sinful world. So thank you for reaching down to this earth and the sending of your son. Thank you for all that he did so we can have life and eternal life. So remind us again, we are forgiven children of God, blessed beyond measure. In the name of Jesus we pray, amen. And again, that good news is Jesus Christ came as a babe of Bethlehem. He came to live that perfect life and then ultimately give up his life to be the payment for our sin. And uh, after his death, there was this resurrection. And because of the resurrection, we are forgiven and empowered and we have joy and peace and all the blessings that he wants to give. And one of those blessings that he gives, again, is the blessing of communion. So if you have those elements, if you would take it out at this time, uh, this Jesus that we remember as a babe of Bethlehem grew up, and he was in that, that Jerusalem, in that upper room. He was celebrating Passover, but he gave a very precious meal, and it's a meal for you and me. So let me share with you the words of institution where Jesus gave this gift, and then I'll invite you to take the elements at that time. So I share with you the words of institution. Our Lord Jesus Christ, on the night when he was betrayed, took bread and after he'd given thanks, he broke it and gave it to his disciples and said, Take and eat. This is my body which is given for you, this do in remembrance of me. And in the same way also he took the cup after supper, and after he'd given thanks, he gave it to them, saying, Drink of it, all of you. This cup is the New Testament of my blood, which is given and shed for you for the forgiveness of sins. This do as often as you drink it in remembrance of me. And the peace of the Lord be with you always. Amen. So if you would, take the bread and take and eat. This is the body of Christ given for you. And if you would, take the juice or the wine and take and drink. This is the blood of Jesus shed for you. Let us pray. 
Lord Jesus, we thank you that in this meal you have given us yourself. You are really present and you are loving us with forgiveness of sins. You are loving us with strengthening our faith and you're loving us with that beautiful reminder that you'll always be with us. So thank you on this celebration of your birth for the gift you've given to us. And you are so gracious. And Jesus, we pray all of uh, these things in your name as we now pray together the prayer you taught us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. So things are a little bit upside down, a little bit as we do things. We're going to go right from communion into the message. And I'm going to take you on this journey with our theme, if I can have the, the slide up there. And the, the theme for today is embracing the Savior. Okay, so I just want you to hold that, remember that, and I'm going to show you a series of pictures, and at the end, I would like you to come up with a phrase that summarizes all these pictures, all right? So we'll see if you can do it. Okay, the very first set, just take a look at what's going on there. Another set of pictures. Another set of pictures. The last set of pictures. So lots of different pictures, but I want to add to that very specifically. When I think of some of our medical professionals during this time of COVID, or when I think about our teachers, and them having to juggle all sorts of things in, in order to keep education moving along for our kids. I think of the parents whose lives were turned upside down, maybe even financially, but lots of things taking place. The phrase that comes to mind for me is this. Let me go back. Having your hands Go back to those pictures, and if you don't want to go back to the pictures, just go back to your own world and your own reality. Aren't there times in which, as you live your life, you feel like you've got just so much in your hands that you can't manage it? It's just too much? God understands that. He understands COVID-19. He really does. But he understands all of life and all of circumstance and everything that we're dealing with today as we're sitting here in this Christmas season. In fact, he understands it so much that when we look at the rhythm of what happened in the beginning of time, uh, we have this movement of creation, we have this fall into sin, and then we have the promise. And here's the scoop. God, not even using his hands, but he just used his voice, he spoke everything into being. Beautiful. And when he made Adam and Eve, placed him into the garden and said, enjoy, 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 these are gifts for you. Just don't eat from the one tree. 
they decided to eat from the one tree. And then Adam and Eve had their hands full. They've got all this sin now. They didn't know what to do, so they go hide. God finds them. He tells them the consequence now uh, to what's going to go on. Work is going to be tough and childbirth is going to be tough. Uh, but then he speaks to the serpent. And he really says something pretty powerful. And you're going to see the text from Genesis 3. And you're going to see the pronouns underlined. Very important. So from Genesis 3.15. I will put enmity between you and the woman and between uh, you and your offspring and hers. He will crush your head and you will strike his heel. Wow. Okay. Pronouns, everything to do with God, who he is and what he's going to do because mankind couldn't handle this. This is more than we can handle. So God steps in and he does something about it. In fact, Galatians 2.16 tells us, we know very well that we are not set right with God by rule keeping, but only through personal faith in Jesus Christ. How do we do? We tried it and we had the best you know, plan or rules the world has ever seen. And so we go back to that moment, to a manger somewhat like this, and we picture God at work. And the announcement, if we think about it, the announcement of this, the fact that God's got this, God's got it in his hands, he's going to take care of it, it was announced to the shepherds first, least significant people in the world. They got to hear the message from the angels. They got to see the baby Jesus. Or we think about the wise men. You know, we have them, you know, a couple years later coming and seeing this Jesus and taking in this gift of God, God's gift for us. Amazing. But now, I want us to go back and let's find out what happened with Alma. Remember, the angels, those misfit angels, we're now going to take... Elmer to experience the gift of this Christ child. Let's see what happens. We're in the stable where the baby Jesus was just born. He's right down there. Joseph, we need to find some place to lay him down. I can't believe we don't even have a place for him to lay his head. Mary, look, I found a feed truck. Do you think this will work? I, I, I guess it could work. I know that parents always say their child is perfect, but somehow I just sense this time that he is truly perfect. Okay, so what does a poor family, a baby, and a barn have to do with anything, especially Christmas? How does this have to do with my happiness and my sense of peace? Oh, Elmer, that's not just any baby. That's the Son of God. That's the Messiah, Emmanuel, the Christ. Yeah, that's why they call it Christmas. I mean, Christmas. <laughs> okay, so I understand why they call it Christmas. But what does that have to do with me and my struggles? Oh, Elmer... This has everything to do with you and your struggles. That little baby, he, he came into the world 
to deal with things like this. He's the only true hope the world's ever going to know. He came into the world in that lowly little manger on a still night. He came on his own schedule. He's going to bring the only lasting resolution to grief and to conflict that the world's ever going to know. You see, he came for all mankind. But here's the thing. He came also specifically for you, Elmer. an important part of everyone's life. Embracing the Savior. Knowing that in this baby that was born about 2,000 years ago is, is God himself incarnate, which means made flesh. We weren't quite sure if Elmer would get it. I mean, he seemed to be mischievous. He seemed to 
um, always want to do the wrong thing, but this is the right thing. And um, this gift of God that's given to this world is for all of us, for you, for me, your neighbors, your coworkers, your classmates. This Jesus, this Savior, this Messiah, the God of the universe, what he decided to do is to take matters into his own hands. And he decided to give his one and only, his very son, with a purpose, with meaning, with significance, so that people like you and me can have a Savior. And I don't know if this is your, um, the way you would describe it, but I, I, I talk about this. There is this moment in our life when we need to understand that we need Jesus more than anything else. Now, for, for Elmer, notice he left his animal crackers behind. They're not meaningful anymore. He found something that filled his heart and changed his life and gave him a sense of peace and joy and hope. Have you, have you had that moment where you have embraced the Savior and received from him all the blessings he wants to give you? As I think about what we've gone through in, in COVID, there's been so many moments of uncertainty. I know people who have died from COVID. I know people who had loved ones die from COVID. I know people whose financial world has been turned upside down because of COVID. I know of some families that were so stressed over this, they've broken apart. I'm going to say this very clearly. The Messiah, the Savior, Jesus, is more powerful and more profound than any sin or its effect that's on this earth. I want to share with you a scripture. If I can have that up on, on the screen, please. And it comes from John chapter 1. And again, John, uh, the disciple whom Jesus loved, we talked about that uh, two weeks ago. Um, but he is now describing God's activity and what he has done. It says this, The word became flesh and made his dwelling among us. We have seen his glory, the glory of the one and only who came from the Father, full of grace and truth. And there we have it. This grace, because of his grace, we have received one blessing after another. I mean, the breath you just took, that's a blessing from God. The food that we have, that's a blessing from God. The roof over our head is a blessing from God. And eternity being with Jesus, with no aches, no pains, no worry, no, I mean, none of that. That's a gift from God. So my prayer for you and for me is that God would give us the faith so we can embrace the Savior and live in such a sense of hope and peace forever. Amen.
remember as a child growing up and going to church. And I'll just tell you, one of the most stirring moments was the time where we sang Silent Night and we lit a candle. And it was kind of cool to get the, a light from somebody else and then you gave it to somebody else. And it, it was just really stirring. And the older I get, the more I understand the significance and the meaning of what this is. The light of Jesus into this world for me and for you. And so we're going to take a time and we're going to, you know, light our candles, if you would. And just a reminder, always tip the unlit candle. Don't tip the lit candles. And we're going to sing Silent Night. And then at the end of Silent Night, I'll invite you to extinguish your own candle. the Savior is. 
you've extinguished your candle, please rise for the blessing. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. And the Lord look upon you with favor and give you peace. Amen.
serve the Lord.